This episode of the Steve Freeman Podcast is brought to you by the Artist Development Academy at artistdevelopmentacademy.com, where you can get the information, access, and guidance you need to be successful in the music business direct from hit songwriters, multi-platinum producers, Grammy winners, and label and publishing company executives. Our all-access members get access to our entire online library of online courses like YouTube for Musicians, Monetize Your Music, The Art of Songwriting with five-time CSAC Songwriter of the Year, Reggie Ham, The Artist Development Masterclass, uh, Social Media for Beginners, How to Run Ads on Social Media. It's all right there at the Artist Development Academy. You'll also get access to our members-only forum where you can post your work for feedback from industry pros and insiders, as well as find new co-writers, collaborators, and build music industry relationships that will help you take your career to the next level. You'll also be able to join us for members-only live stream events and webinars, and you can ask your questions and connect with our instructors one-on-one. And for being a loyal listener of the Steve Freeman Podcast, I'm giving you 30% off your annual membership. Go to artistdevelopmentacademy.com, choose your annual membership, and enter code Steve at checkout, and you'll be given 30% off your annual membership. Go check it out now at artistdevelopmentacademy.com. We're also brought to you by Performance Inspired Nutrition, pi-nutrition.com. Live a more healthy and active lifestyle with the all-natural plant-based products from Performance Inspired Nutrition. Now, whether you're wanting to lose weight, maintain your weight, uh, get started in the gym, or amp up your workouts, Performance Inspired Nutrition has exactly what you need. From whole food daily multivitamins to beauty and collagen support, zinc supplements, diet and energy support with all-natural metabolic enhancement, all the way. To the, to the stuff that I like, the whey protein powder, apple cider, vinegar pills. Yeah, you don't have to drink the disgusting tasting uh, apple cider vinegar anymore. You can just take the pills. Uh, plus the amazing anti-inflammatory turmeric capsules. Performance Inspired Nutrition. Well, they've got you covered. Check out pi-nutrition.com to learn more and enter code Steve at checkout. Get 10% off your order. Get started today living a more healthy and active lifestyle with the all-natural plant-based products from Performance Inspired Nutrition at pi-nutrition.com. Coming up today on the podcast, we are talking about personal luggage and the power of no. Now, this is a lesson I'm trying to learn very, very hard uh, in my own personal life and in my career. Uh, I think you're really going to enjoy today's episode. I think it's important. So pay attention. Personal luggage and the power of no. That's coming up today on the Steve Freeman Podcast. You're listening to the Steve Freeman Podcast. The real, raw truth about the pursuit of success in music, business, and life. Here's your host, hit songwriter, multi-platinum selling producer, and serial entrepreneur, Steve Freeman. A must listen for me. Five-star rating. If you're working towards a career in the entertainment industry, you owe it to yourself to subscribe to this one. Steve's no BS approach, timely and helpful topics and industry knowledge make this a must listen for anyone wanting to take their entertainment career to the next level. That review left on Apple Podcasts by BF Music rated as five stars. I encourage you to do the same. It goes so far. Uh, in the uh, Apple algorithm. It, it's it's not even funny. So if you're listening, there's a lot of you out there, tons of you out there listening that have not left a written review or rated five stars, I would appreciate it. Take you 60 seconds to do. 
uh, head over to Apple Podcasts or iTunes and uh, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. It means a lot. BF Music, thank you for leaving a review. If you'd like to have your review featured, all you got to do is leave one. A reminder, anything that I talk about today will be found in the description on YouTube or the show notes uh, section of the podcast, no matter where you're uh, listening to the podcast from, whether it's Apple or or Google or Spotify or anywhere else, really. Um, You can also find all the show notes on my website at thestevefreeman.com. I also want to remind you while you're over there at the website, if you'd like to leave me a voicemail and ask a question, kind of like uh, Daniel did on the last episode, just go to thestevefreeman.com, scroll down to the middle of the page, and there's a little button on the right-hand side that says leave a voicemail. It's, it's funny, but when you actually click that thing, you can actually leave a voicemail. So go check that out. Leave me a voicemail. I'd love to answer your question. Don't forget, uh, put all your so- when you do, put all your social media information there where people can find you. And we'll we'll uh, leave all of that information in there so people can find you on social media as well. Um, if you'd like to follow me on social media, it's at the Steve Freeman everywhere. Um, we are also, and I've gotten about this is going to be a tough one because I've gotten about fifty or sixty emails on this. Uh, those of you that are interested in being involved in the next five, the next round of the Music Business Mindset Mentorship Program, which is going to be kicking off in November. I'm going to be making those selections this week on the five people that I'm going to work with over the next 90 days, one-on-one. Um, so if you want to be included in that, go to thestevefreeman.com. There's a button right there in the header. Click that, and it will send me an email and let me know that you're interested. I'll be getting back with everybody uh, over the next few days, probably over this weekend. And letting and, and picking the five that I'm going to work with over the next uh, 90 days. Uh, I, 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 it's it, what we've done with the previous uh, five has, has been astonishing. And it's, I, I, th- I know they've learned a lot. I've really enjoyed getting to know them. Um, and it's been, it's been a great time. We're going to do this every 90 days. I'm going to pick a different five people every 90 days. Um, plus, those of you that do get picked, uh, as a part of the program, you're also going to get a one-year membership to the Artist Development Academy. So it, it's extremely uh, valuable, this this whole thing. So if you're interested, go check it out at thestevefreeman.com. Uh, today, I want to talk about, because uh, you know, I, I look around because, I, look, and I, it's been no secret. I, I'm, I'm just, I just don't give two shits about the music business right now. I just, I just really don't. So I was having a conversation with somebody the other day talking about, you know, this, the podcast in particular, and, and people have been wondering, why, why am I not putting out YouTube videos anymore? And the real reason is, is because I just do not want to talk about the music business. I, I just don't. And, and, I, and I hear from a lot of you guys, it's like, man, I wish you would talk more about the business, talk more about the music business, more about songwriting. And, and guy, I'm just going to be real honest with you. It feels like kicking a dead fucking horse. It really does. Now, I don't I, I, I love talking about business. I love talking about growing business. And I would rather talk about those things as it relates. And look, you can put music is just a fucking product. It's just a product. It's no different than anything on the shelf. Other thing on the shelf at Walmart or Kroger or anywhere else that you go shop. It is just a product. I would rather help you guys build a solid business. And if music is the product that you choose to sell in that business, that's great. But I would rather spend time working with you guys 
and, and talking about building your brand, building your business, the, the, the things that you need to do, helping you personally with things that I know I'm going through, that I know some of my experiences and, and some of the things that I've been through that I think can help you guys. So for those of you that are, that are out there and, and are a little frustrated with my lack of content here lately that's had to do with the music business, in, in all honesty, that's why, that's why I've not been putting it out. I just don't care about it anymore. And, and that's hard to say. But I'm involved in so many other things and doing so that music right now, music is probably 10% of my life in, in all honesty. And, and most of that 10% comes from me talking about it on this podcast. I just I'm not in a position I turn I bet in the last month or 60 days, I've turned down probably 10 projects to produce because I just don't want to do it. I just don't have any interest in it. And so for those of you that are a little upset, I appreciate you still listening to the podcast. But and I, and I think most of you that are listening to this, I think you get what I'm talking about, because a lot of the episodes of the podcast, when I talk about things that you could apply to music and your music career. I think a lot of you appreciate that and like that more because I hear more of you talk about it. I could. I could sit here and talk about the music business all day long. But the fact of the matter is, is I just don't want to. It just is not that interesting to me anymore. Um, I, I don't care about writing songs. I don't care if I ever write another song as long as I live. Um, I don't care if I ever produce another record as long as I live. It's just not what I'm interested in anymore. And for, and for you know, in, in all honesty, the number of you guys that I hear from that are frustrated that I'm not just talking about music business and music industry stuff anymore. I hear from 10 times of you that go, man, I really enjoyed the episode on toxic people. I really enjoyed the episode talking about this, or I really enjoyed this interview with Tom Dowd or with Doug Ellen or Jacob Hollister. Um, it's, I've got to kind of take things where I want to go. And, and one of the main reasons that I'm even talking about this is because I want to talk about this in this episode personal luggage, and the power of no. I have had a real issue in my personal life and professional life with not being able to find a good way to say no. I'm, I'm a pleaser. I like to please people. Um, I think that's just part of being a creative. I, I, we talked about that in the mental health uh, episode. I think it comes from from seeking the approval and the praise and the adoration and, and all of everything that goes along with that. I mean, we, we seek that from other people. I'm no different because I'm a creative, just like you. I have a real problem telling people no. So what ends up happening is I overcommit myself. And as I look around and, I, and I'm, I'm looking for other things, I'm trying to consume a lot of content right now. I'm watching a lot of videos on YouTube from creators that I really like. Uh, I'm watching some different uh, television shows and, and different kind of films and things like that, that I'm kind of stepping outside of my normal range of things to, to introduce me to things and inspire me and, and, and find some sort of outside inspiration besides just my normal channels that I get it from. 
And one of the creators that, that I, I just, I've, I've loved watching him for years. I think he's a, an extremely unique creator is Casey Neistat on YouTube. I'm sure you all know Casey. If you don't go look him up on YouTube and, and, and you'll find just how creative he is. Uh, but we were in California last week and I had a little bit of downtime. So I turned on YouTube and I was just, I was trying to get caught up on some of the things that I've missed for a while. And, and Casey put out a video last week about this idea of, in the power of no. And it really struck a chord with me. Matter of fact, we're all sitting around this table and I've got it on the, the, uh, the big screen TV in the living room. And as he's talking, both my kids and my wife just snap around and look right at me. And, and, I, and I get it because what he was saying was resonating with everybody. We can all identify somebody that, you know, fits into a classification when we hear something that's like, oh, yeah, that's me. Or, oh, that is definitely you. Sometimes it may not be comfortable pointing it out to that other person, but it doesn't make it, make it any less true. But one of the analogies that he talked about was your life and your being as like a bag, personal luggage, your, your luggage. And what would, I don't think that we realize that we do is we stuff that bag that, that whether it's a carry on or, or full on piece of luggage, we fill it so full because we don't say no and we take on too much that it becomes too heavy for us to carry. And if I'm being really candid, that's been me for about the last year to two years. I've taken on way too much. I haven't said no. I've said yes to just about everything. Because I, I, I convince myself, I enjoy work. I'm a workaholic. I enjoy, I work from 6.30 in the morning till midnight, one o'clock in the morning, every single day, Monday through Sunday. Very rarely will you ever catch me not working. Even when I've got the TV on or, or during football on Sunday, I'm editing videos. I'm working on something else for a client. I'm editing somebody else's podcast. Um, I, I'm catching up on emails. I'm having Zoom calls about films. It, it's, I'm never not working. And that's my own fault. I'm not complaining about it, by the way. It, it is completely 100% self-imposed. But when I think about what goes on in my own mind, it frustrates me. I get upset. I get angry because I don't have more time. You know, for me, more me time to do the things that I want to do because I don't want to work all the time. I enjoy what I do. I enjoy prepping for this podcast. I enjoy thinking and strategizing, coming up with ways to make it grow bigger and bigger and bigger. I love that, but it's still work. And I don't want to work all the time. I really don't. I don't want you to work all the time. So the, the, this analogy of having this luggage, this, this bag, that, that we, we just stuff it. All of our personal things, our relationships, our emotions, our feelings, our friends, our day-to-day -day lives are, are just each little elements that we keep packing into this bag. Then you've got your professional side. You've got your job, the things you want to do, your dreams, your goals. You've got all of these things that we pack this suitcase as tight as it can possibly be, and it ends up being too heavy for us to carry around. And it's a load that we, I think, that we get up every single day and we put on ourselves. When really, I'm wondering if we just invoked the power of no every once in a while. 
just every once in a while, we can make the load that each one of us is carrying a little bit lighter, a little bit easier. Maybe if we did stop and we took time for ourselves and, and we, we maybe even took out that suitcase from time to time and went, okay, this can come out. This can come out. We don't need this. We're, we're headed to California in the middle of summer, so we don't need jackets and we don't need boots. Metaphorically, play along. We could take things out of that suitcase to make it not so heavy to where it's a little bit easier to carry around. That really spoke to me. And I think the easiest way for us to do that is to find the power of no. And that means just say no every once in a while. Don't think that everything that you see you have to grab and you have to put in that bag. Just leave it. So I, I went looking around and I found a really great article. Again, I'll put the link to the, the article in the show notes so you can kind of uh, read it for yourself and follow along. But it was the, the nine signs that you've taken on too much. And I thought, oh, I really want to share this with the podcast because it, it's, I think it's really brilliant. Because I, when I immediately think that the idea of not packing my bag so full sounds great, the lighter it could possibly be at this point, the better. Because I'm getting older. I'm not as strong as I used to be. I can't do things that I used to could do. So the lighter that I can make that bag, the better I'm going to be, the more agile I'm going to be. I have witnessed at least three times I know of in the last year where I've said yes to things that I should have said no to. And then because I said yes to the things I should have said no to, I was not able to say yes to the things that I wanted to say yes to. I would take on commitments. I would take on responsibilities. I would take on clients that I should not have taken on. And then an opportunity would come along that I really wanted to take advantage of. And I wasn't able to do it because there's just, oh, there's only 24 hours in a day. There's only seven days in a week and 30 days most of the time in a month. So I, I want to kind of explore this, and I hope you guys will take this ride with me. But I want to go over these nine reasons that you've taken on to nine signs that you've taken on uh, too much. Number one, you have a history of saying yes too much. And man, I totally 100% get this one. The reasoning is, is that it's possible we're, we're too worried about the consequences of saying no. Now, I know this one is a big one for me. Whether it's for professional development or social advancement, you may be concerned that you'll uh, get let go if you don't do everything you're asked. But being too much of a people pleaser may make it hard to get ahead. If you have difficulty being proactive or finding efforts to be assertive the way you were told you should be on your new performance review, your plan may backfire. And that comes from Grant Branner, uh, doctor. He's a, a psychiatrist and the author of the book, Ear Relationship. That, see, that, I get that. I 100% get that. The reason we pack our bags too, too full at any given moment is because we are afraid of the consequences of actually saying no. If I say no, what am I going to miss out on? What, what, what could this possibly lead to in helping me achieve my goal or get me down the road? So we say yes, simply because we're afraid to say no. We're afraid of the consequences of what that might bring. Number two of the nine signs you're taking on too much, you're no longer putting out quality work. 
Examples include not meeting deadlines, getting behind on big projects, consistently uh, not completing daily tasks, getting dates and times confused, and forgetting important things or appointments. I I can, this is me, and I, I wholly admit it. And I get really frustrated when I'm not able to put what I consider to be the best product out there. And, and like I'd said earlier, I, I've turned down some things over the last month. And, and the reason that I did them, I said no, and I didn't do them because I knew that I didn't have enough interest and I'm really too busy to put out the best quality product that I possibly could. So I turned it down. I turned those opportunities down. Now, financially, I kick myself every day for turning those things down. But mentally, I then remind myself that, you know what, your mental health is more valuable. Your physical health is more valuable than the money you would have made from taking on these projects. And then I feel better about the decision. But I think if you think really carefully, you guys will start to see exactly what I'm talking about. When you've taken on too much, you get overwhelmed, you stop putting out top quality work. You start fluffing things off. If it's in the music world, maybe you're mixing or you're mastering or you're, you're songwriting or whatever. It's like, oh, that'll work. That'll do. It's good enough for government work. And you let things slide that you wouldn't normally let slide under any other circumstances because you've packed too much in your bag and you've taken too much on. Number three, you feel resentment about the things you're doing. Amen. When, when I know I can always tell when my bag is way too full, because I start, I, I do, I get very resentful. I get angry about the decisions that I've made. Now, the only person I have to be angry with, in all honesty, is myself, because I'm the only one that took them on. But I do this. I get very resentful. And I, I can look back over people that I've worked with and clients that I've had. I've gotten frustrated with them when I shouldn't have. Um, I, I've, gotten, I've gotten mad. I've gotten pissed off a few times. And not saying that it's always unwarranted, but when you've taken on too much and you feel that stress, you've got to direct that stress somewhere. When that bag bag or that piece of luggage, that suitcase is so heavy and you're getting weighed down to the ground, it it makes you angry. It makes you tired. It makes you frustrated. So you're going to lash out at other people. If you find yourself getting anxious about commitments you've made, um, take note of that feeling, and in the future, consider setting a boundary and saying no. Be kind to yourself and understand that you have needs that aren't being met by saying yes to everything. Dialing things back so you can take a good look at your priorities and work in your personal life can help ensure you're spending your time in ways that are aligned with your priorities. How smart is that? I think too often because we are afraid of the consequences of saying no, that when we do that, we throw our priorities completely out the window, completely out the door. Because we're, we're so afraid of saying no, but we've got to keep our own priorities in mind. And I think a lot of times we, we reach outside the scope of what our goals really are when we say yes to things we should say no to. We, we convince ourselves that, oh, this is going to help, you know, this, and this is going to help us grow further over here. When really, whatever it is, those extra things we're saying yes to are taking us further and further away from our personal and professional priorities. They really are. Here's a big one for me. Nine signs you've taken, to, uh, taken on too much. Number four, 
you notice that takers seem to gravitate to you. When you step back and think about how much you have on your plate and how stressed out you are, you may notice that a lot of people around you seem to be willing to ask you to do things more so than often without offering much in return. For example, when you ask others to lend you a hand, they either apologetically explain why they wish they could, but just can't, or they may just ghost you altogether. This is a big one. When we don't say no, and I know this, I can, I can go back, I can pinpoint several, <laughs> several uh, different instances. When I've taken on too much, other people, it's almost like blood in the water to a shark. People can see this. And when they see you taking on too much, they think, hey, now's a great time. Hey, Steve's already carrying this 300-pound bag on his back. 305 pounds is not really any different than 300. So, and, and if you'll think about it, you'll notice that when you feel stressed out, when you feel like you are at literally your limit, is that not always when people want you to do something? Because they know you're vulnerable at that point. They know that you're tired. They know that you're weak. And they know that you're trying to find a way out from underneath all of this. And what do they do? The answer for them is to ask you to do more. Takers will always gravitate towards givers. They can smell them from a mile away. Again, one of the ways that you can defeat this is say no. What was it, Nancy Reagan? Just say no. Number five, and this one resonates with me as well. You're, you are experiencing changes in your appetite, whether you're eating more or less than usual or simply forget to eat altogether. This is a sign something is off. We keep coming back to this health and mental wellness thing. And, and everything that I've been reading lately, everything that I've been trying to consume has really been talking about health, about your physical health. And I notice when I do that, when I take on too much, when I'm too stressed out, when I say yes, when I should say no, my appetite does change. I, I skip meals because I'm working straight through or, or I go to the other end of the spectrum and I eat things that I shouldn't eat and I get off of my diet. So it affects us that way. It's, it's funny, some of these things. I love when I read some of these things. And, and it becomes so very clear to me. Because I can see myself doing these things. Which in the process of going through this list, I can automatically tell myself, okay, you, you've, said, you've said yes lately, you know, way too many times when you should have actually said no. Uh, number six, you start canceling or backing out of commitments. It's normal to occasionally feel like you don't have time to work out or hang out with friends or family, either because you're too busy or you have too much work to do. But having a healthy social life can be one of the best ways to deal with stress, especially when you're with people who care about you and how uh, and they know how to make you feel good. Again, going back to your mental health, I can see this one. When you've taken on too much, you start canceling or backing out of commitments. And what I find is that the ones that I back out of or back away from or cancel are really the ones that I shouldn't be backing out on or canceling. It's like we, we, never, we never back out on the people that we should have said no to. It's always, it's always the bread and butter people that we cancel on or we back out of. 
I, I just this is very interesting to me. Number seven, you feel irritable and emotional for no reason. If you start noticing that you're more reactive in a negative way when it comes to interactions of all kinds, for example, you notice you're snapping at coworkers or you're short with your partner, it may be because you simply have too much on your plate. You might also notice you're feeling more tired or sluggish, uh, which might entice you to turn to alcohol or other substances. We talked about that in the mental health. Uh, episode a few weeks ago. This one is a big one for me. It is written, you don't have to ask me if I'm stressed out. If you're a friend of mine or, or family member, you don't have to, you do not have to ask me if I'm feeling well, if I'm stressed out, if I'm angry. I wear it all over my face and it comes, it's the first reaction that you get from me is I, I get really short. Uh, I get really angry and sometimes I get really mean and I can be very, very mean. And I get irritable and I'm irritable a lot of the time. The reason that it is because I'm mad at me. I'm not mad at anybody else. I'm not mad at the client. I'm not mad at my daughters. I'm not mad at my friend. I'm mad at me, but I don't want to take it out on me because I've already taken on too much. If if I take the time to get angry and mad at myself, I'm putting another thing in my own bag, which is why I'm mad in the first place, because the thing's too fucking heavy. So this is a really, really, to me, maybe one of the most important signs. You know, you've taken on too much. You know, you've said yes when you should have said no, when your mood starts to get affected and you're irritated on a regular basis. I think that's a really good one. Number eight, you're not taking proper care of yourself. Now, this one, this, I don't know if this one resonates. Res, resonates. What the fuck is that? Is that even a word? Resonates? I don't even know. Resonates. This one does. I, I don't know. This is not me, really, because I don't. I. It says you know you stop exercising and you. you I. I don't exercise as it is, so that never changes for me. But I. I do see this in other people. And I, but mainly, I think, because I see this is a, is a huge thing. It's a sign of depression. This is they say that when you can tell somebody's depressed, they stop taking proper care of themselves. You know, they don't shower regularly. They don't uh, get themselves ready in the morning. Uh, they they want to kind of lay around and, and not be very proactive, you know, stop brushing their teeth, you know, just small things that it's like you stop eating properly. This is one of the ones earlier. That's one of the first signs of depression. And I can I, I can go back in my mind and think about the times when I've gone through severe depressions. It was like those are the first things that stopped. I stopped caring about what I ate. Um, I would eat all the wrong things. It was like I didn't care if I if I got dressed every day. I didn't care if I matched. I didn't care what I looked like. I didn't care if I was wearing blue jogging pants and an orange shirt and and a teal hat and mix match shoes and socks. I just didn't give a shit. For me, it was like, I got to wear a shirt, got to wear pants. I got to, you know, so I just throw something on. So that's a good sign right there. But I think that's a sign of even something a little more serious that, that you probably are starting to deal with some depression issues. Uh, so, but that's a good sign. And the last one, others tell you you're taking on too much, but you feel like you're never doing enough. You may not be aware that you take on too much or are intellectually aware, but emotionally disconnected from that reality. 
But when people point it out to you, you find it difficult or impossible to accept that. So you find a way to distract from or block it out. In other words, you know you're under strain. But when someone asks you to do something, you somehow forget that and then regret it. This is a big one for me. I have people around me all the time. Steve, you're taking on too much. You're doing too much. You're trying to do too much. But I, honest to God, feel like I'm not doing enough. Every single day, I can, I, like I said, I can honestly work from 6.30 in the morning and I can look at my watch and it's one o'clock in the morning. I've worked all day long. And the first thought that comes to my mind is what I didn't get done, what I didn't accomplish or what I could have done differently so that I could have accomplished more in that day. I think this is a creative thing. I think that we're constantly in fear of not doing enough. We're, we, I know what keeps me awake when I finally go to bed every night. What keeps me awake is not the things that I did, but the things that I didn't do. The ideas that I didn't have. Then what keeps me awake is when I think of those things, it's like, man, I, got, I need to get up and do that. Even though we take on too much, we feel like we've never done enough. How many of you guys are in that situation? How many of you think I, I just didn't do enough? Regardless of how much you did, I just didn't do enough. And I don't know if there's, a, there's an immediate fix for that. I think that's almost in our DNA. I think that's who we are. And we're always going to worry or think, man, there, there's, there's got to be three other things that I could have done differently or three additional things that I could have done. Those are the things that haunt me. Is I, I constantly replay my day. I replay the previous week. I, I replay the previous month. I, I at times I even get way down there and I'm I'm reinvestigating the last five to ten years of my life and I'm trying to to figure out what if I had to turn right there? What if I wouldn't have done this? What if I would have done those are the things that just absolutely kill me constantly. Because even though I'm doing way too much, even though I have said yes to 25 people I should have said no to. I still feel like I'm not doing enough. And we talk a lot about goals. We talk a lot about dreams. We talk a lot about expectations on the podcast. But really, when it comes down to it, sometimes they are our worst enemy. We want to achieve them so badly that we pack our bags too full for us to carry. And we get weak. And we get down. We deal with mental health issues. We're constantly questioning ourselves. And really, when it comes right down to it, when we take on so much, it is impossible for us to please everybody. And even though we know that, we know it's not our job to please everybody. We know that you can't please everybody. We damn sure will try, though, don't we? And if I know each one of you listening the way that I think that you do, the way that I think that I do, you're just like me. Even though you know it's not possible, you're going to try. You're going to try to please everybody. It's in our nature. It's in our DNA. 
But I'll tell you one thing that I'm going to try to start doing a little bit anyway, and and that is saying no. I'm going to try to start saying no. And stop taking on so much. Stop packing my bag so full that it gets so hard to carry that it gets us down. I want to run over this list one more time. Nine signs you've taken on too much. You have a history of saying yes too much. Well, that's the truth. Number two, you're no longer putting out quality work. Your work is starting to suffer because you've taken on too much. And then more than that, you start to be okay with that lackluster performance. That's never good. Number three, you feel resentment about the things you're doing. You start to get angry and frustrated at the things that you've decided to take on or the projects you've decided to take on. You get mad at them because you made the decision to do it. Number four, you notice that takers seem to gravitate towards you. And boy, do they ever. You're experiencing changes in your appetite. You start canceling or backing out of commitments. You feel irritable and emotional for no reason whatsoever. You're not taking proper care of yourself. And number nine, others tell you you're taking on too much, but you feel like you're never doing enough. Guys, that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me and for being here. Don't forget, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcast. Uh, the link to this article, other things we talked about, everything is in the show notes section uh, right here on the podcast, or it's in the description on if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook. You can find it in the description. Um, don't forget, follow me everywhere on social media at the Steve Freeman. Leave me a voicemail at thestevefreeman.com if you'd like for me to answer your question. I would love to do it. Or if you're interested in becoming a part of the Music Business Mindset Mentorship Program, find everything you need to know at thestevefreeman.com. Guys, thanks for being here. Until next time, keep being creative. Keep pressing the boundaries. There's nothing wrong with being independent. And start saying no every once in a while. See you in the next episode. This is the Steve Freeman Podcast.